So you want to build a house. Welcome to the podcast by Statera Homes. I'm Scott Daly. I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Kowaleski. What's up? So glad to be here today. Same. Did you like that dramatic pause? There was a dramatic that pause. That was there. a really long pause. I think it made my what's up seem weird. What's up? Hey, so today we're going to talk about exteriors yes. of the house, that is. Yes. Um, very, very informative uh, learning on what goes on the outside of your house. Now, people don't always focus on the outside of their house too much um, because you live on the inside. And we think that's somewhat justified that um, the exterior of your house um, needs to perform a couple of functions. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we're, we spend a lot more time talking about interior features because that's uh, where you spend your time. Right. I think most people are concerned with um, curb appeal. Right. That is a huge uh, part. Um, And then there's also kind of maintenance and cost. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there that hopefully very quickly here we're going to debunk. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some exterior siding. And then we're going to talk about some other exterior um, just details and options and things uh, that that go. So... um, and this is really specific to Delaware, just so you understand that if you are listening to this podcast and you're not looking at uh, new home construction kind of in the mid-Atlantic area, and so that would be you know down to, say, South Carolina and up to, say, New York, I would imagine that the type of construction that we're talking about here is pretty um, useful in those regions. But if you're in Florida or Arizona or California or Minnesota or some of these other places... Um, some of this stuff is really going to vary. So, you sure. know, that you have to kind of understand um, that we are somewhat regionally focused in, in, our, uh, in our exteriors because of the different climates, the different styles, the availability of products. There are building materials that are going to be very different in different parts of the country. Right. That makes sense. Right. So this is Delaware and we're in the mid-Atlantic. And it's one of the more challenging environments for the exterior of a home because there is a pretty big temperature swing. So you will have days in the single digits and days in the triple digits. And so that leads to a number of specific challenges in engineering the exterior of a home. Mm-hmm. So really, I'll just dive into it today. The purpose of siding is to keep weather out and also to make the house look good. Um, and there's really four different types of siding, Jackie. Can you think of any of the four types of siding? Vinyl. Vinyl siding. We're going to talk a lot about that. What else? Cement. Cement. Yes. Uh, and then there's actually like a natural wood siding. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's done with cedar because cedar is a wood uh, that holds up very well to moisture. Okay. And then we're going to talk very briefly about stucco, which um, we're just going to we're just going to sort of break that down. And those are really the four types that we get confronted with a lot. If you go online, you're going to see stuff about aluminum siding. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some wood fiber products that are uh, like a solid board. Uh, siding that is kind of like cement board, but it's made from you know wood and epoxy and things like that. And um, so they're they're for every podcast about siding, there's some stuff we're just not going to cover. But we're going to kind of hit the high points briefly about what is here. Okay. So let's talk about vinyl siding because vinyl siding is what Statera uses primarily. What's vinyl made out of? Do we have to? <laughs> oh, so now we're at the part where we edit. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I I don't don't. All right, I so was not v- expecting that. All sorry. right, so vinyl siding 
uh, is... You have, my voice is still in there when you started. So vinyl siding... Uh, actually, let's not even... So we're going to start with stucco. Let's get the easy stuff out of the way first. Um, stucco it has a, a number of advantages, but we don't recommend it in Delaware. And in fact, we won't even do it. When someone comes to us and says, hey, I want stucco, we're going to say, good. Call somebody else. Why? Um, one of the main things about stucco is that it is an applied product. It is um, it is pretty solid. It makes your house airtight, and that's good and bad. But because your house expands and contracts in heat and cold, sooner or later, uh, water is going to find a way behind that stucco. Um, and so if you have something behind your house, or behind the stucco, excuse me, that does not handle water very well, eventually you're gonna have a problem. Problems can look like just plain old moisture leaks, mold growth, things like that. So where you will find stucco here is on like commercial buildings that are made of concrete block. And they will cover that concrete block in stucco, which is very cost effective and it's good looking. And if moisture were to get behind that stucco, uh, it's sitting on concrete block, nobody cares. Okay. That's not going to do any when uh, you long-term damage. When you say it's an applied product, what do you mean by that? So they 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 take stucco and they spray it on. Oh, okay. The surface. Uh, the good news is, you know, stucco does air seal. Um, you can put it over top of uh, solid foam, and get a very good insulation. So it's a common product. That, but again, the the biggest problem with it. Um, is is our climate, and our climate is has a lot of moisture and a lot of temperature variation. So if you have a rainy day and you've got some water behind your stucco and you live in Florida, well, chances are that water will just seep right out. No big deal. But if you have a rainy nor'easter hits us in January and it's 37 degrees, but at the back end of a nor'easter, it, it always gets colder. So it rains on your stucco and then it goes down to 24 and that freezes their stucco. And of course, everybody learned in chemistry class that mm -hmm. water expands just mm -hmm. a little bit when it freezes. Well, now it's starting to yes. work its way into your wall. Unlike a commercial building, a wall that is a residential house has wood behind it. Wood and water over time are a bad scenario. And once it gets through the wood, it's going to get to the drywall. Drywall and moisture can be a problem as well. And pretty soon you have a problem and there's nowhere for that moisture to go except in because the stucco seals very so well. So I've seen a lot of houses with stucco on them. You used to see a lot of houses. You don't see a lot of new okay. stuff being done with stucco. And look, anything can be done. There are ways to mitigate it, but it is a warranty nightmare for builders. And so that doesn't mean a builder won't take it on. Uh, but we don't recommend stucco in this environment unless you build your house out of concrete and then you can stuck out of your heart's content. There we go. There you go. So that's uh, um, one. The other one, next one we'll talk about is, is natural wood. That would be like a cedar product. A lot of times you don't see a lot of houses being done in all cedar now just because of the cost. Cedar is a great uh, siding. Like cedar shake is a totally beautiful look. Right. Our office in Rehoboth Beach is done in cedar shake. It, mm -hmm. If maintained, it'll last almost forever. Uh, especially if you paint it or stain it. Uh, the difference is it's just very, very expensive. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's been used for hundreds of years on exteriors of houses, and uh, it's a great product. It's just expensive. It is just horribly expensive. So why is cedar used as opposed to other woods? Uh, cedar just seems to have a property that it, that it holds up to moisture. Wood rots, and cedar doesn't, and I don't know why because hmm. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> uh, cedar is just that wood. It is a, it's a evergreen. It's a very thick, dense, heavy mm -hmm. wood, and it 
uh, doesn't absorb moisture. There you um, go. And so it's a very good product. But it also probably in to install costs almost 10 times what vinyl siding costs. So I, I know there's some engineered wood. Would that be other types of wood mixed with some... I don't know. Right. I, that would kind of be is. a composite siding. Okay. Once you get into engineered wood, I would say that's not wood siding. Because there are places that will do cedar and can even do other kinds of siding, and then you can just paint it. Places that don't get a lot of moisture, mm -hmm. uh, where you're not that worried about the exterior, and you really want that look. Yeah. Um, but you don't see a lot of that here, because we do have a lot of moisture. Okay. So um, cedar is fine, but there are other types of wood siding. And, of course, older homes have all kinds of things yeah. Yeah. done to them. But that doesn't mean that we... Uh, we, we do that mm -hmm. now. So um, there are times when um, when cedar is used as kind of an accent. So because it's expensive, you don't yeah. necessarily do a whole house in it. You'll do uh, a little detail part on the house and, and do that in natural cedar. Uh, some people also don't like the fact that it turns gray as it weathers. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to keep that tannish, brownish, reddish mm -hmm. look that it has when it's new, which you can keep. You just have to treat uh, the cedar, but then you have to continue to treat it every couple of years if you want to keep that. Or you look. could get vinyl. Or you can get something that looks like that yeah. in vinyl or in cement board. And that's going to be our next uh, topic is a cement board. A lot of times people call this hardy plank. Okay. And say, oh, I want hardy plank. Well, hardy yeah. plank is a brand. It's a great company mm -hmm. um, that does cement board. They're not the only uh, company that manufactures cement board, but it's almost like, you know, we just, we call facial tissues Kleenex mm -hmm. uh, because which is a brand yeah. and so is you just sort of call it uh, hardy right. board is cement is cement board the wider plank boards it, it can come in a lot of different sizes okay. but it's so it's it's literally made of of a concrete product it's ex incredibly durable uh, it's also very stable at temperatures which makes it great for the siding so you know when the sun is beating down on it it is not getting bigger, mm -hmm. and when it is cold in the winter, it is not getting smaller. It just so you know, it's cement just kind of stays. It's very, very stable. It's uh, very, very durable. Okay. Um, now, for aesthetics, cement has a couple of challenges. Um, uh, first of all, it's it's much harder to install than say a vinyl product or even maybe a cedar product because of its weight. And because you ultimately, when you're installing any kind of siding, you have to make cuts, and now you're cutting through cement. Uh, so you have to use basically a ceramic tile saw or some equivalent to cut the cement, okay. um, the cement board. Typically, you're going to want it to be finished. Uh, usually, the best finishes are applied in a factory. Um, and so you can get a factory finished uh, cement board, which has a very, very durable coat of paint, but it has a coat of paint. And so ultimately, at some point in the future, you're going to be looking at painting your siding again. Um, you also, in the field, are going to be looking at painting the ends of the siding. So when you make a cut to a product that is painted, that new cut, that end is not painted. Uh, so you have to paint that kind of in the field. And then ultimately, um, cement siding is going to require uh, caulking uh, as you get to the, the end of a wall. Uh, it's going to join corner. up to a corner or something okay. like that. And that's going to ultimately involve re-caulking. So... Cement's a very, it's a great product, um, but it is not uh, completely maintenance-free, and... Um, the install, install seems a little bit more complicated. Right. and you kind of need to nail um, the install, and so by then you're talking about paying, you want to get a good product because you want it to perform, and mm -hmm. that is not inexpensive, and then you want to get a good installer, and that's 
you know, not always the lowest bid you want on that. So we do get a lot of people that come to us and they say, oh, I want my house done in cement board. They, mm-hmm. they will probably say we, we Hardy Plank. In Hardy Plank. Right. And, and we use Hardy Plank. That's as a brand for cement board. Um, and then they find out what it costs. Right. And then they're like, oh, I don't necessarily know that I want to do that. And there also comes uh, there's cement boards that come in all different profiles. So you can get it to look like individual cedar shake. You can get it to look like beaded siding, like lap siding, like Dutch lap, all mm-hmm. these different uh, siding profiles. It all comes in cement board. It's really uh, a great product. It is just expensive. And so if you're looking at your budget, a lot of people, it's kind of sadly the first thing to sort of go because you're not living on the outside of your house. Mm-hmm. And because vinyl siding has just come so far, okay. uh, even in the time that I have been in uh, this industry, which is about 15 years, um, you have just seen vinyl siding turn into um, a product uh, that we really think I- is a great product. So uh, vinyl siding works because it is relatively inexpensive compared to the other materials. Vinyl siding is relatively easy to install. It has some challenges that require the install to be right, that vinyl does change at temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's plastic. Plastic uh, grows and gets a little squishy when it's hot and shrinks and gets uh, a, a little um, brittle when it's cold. Mm-hmm. And so you have to actually you install vinyl siding uh, in such a way that it can move around on, uh, uh, on the wall. Do you know uh, what that way is? Yeah, so if you look at the piece of a top, the top piece of vinyl siding, that there are places for the nails to go, and the 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 nail hole is not just the the size of the nail; it's actually wider, and that allows it to move okay, left and right okay. on the wall. And then, I'll, you know, a complaint you'll have is if you have a really sunny day and you have some dark siding, and there's sun hitting that in the summertime, some of that siding will look like it'll buckle um, because it, it, and it, and it might get a little wavy. And then all of a sudden the next morning, the waviness is gone. And that's kind of a natural thing that a proper siding install is going to let it get wavy. And then a proper siding install is going to let it go back because Interesting. the siding is going to, it just to got that hot. Yeah. It just okay. got that hot. And it's especially now s- vinyl siding has started to come in some very, very deep colors. And these deep colors yeah. are dark and they absorb more, um, energy from the sun than a light colored siding mm-hmm. would. Uh, so we use a lot of vinyl siding. It comes in different profiles, uh, just like the cement does. It, it comes in, that looks like cedar shakes. Oh, yeah. Um, all different types. Uh, vinyl siding is great because now the colors uh, really last. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty indestructible stuff, and it's pretty inexpensive. And so you can get a great-looking house made from vinyl siding for not a lot of money. And that frees you up because we live in real world land where people have budgets on houses, not like uh, HGTV where people are just throwing all this wonderful stuff in their custom house. Like, Oh yeah. Our customers actually have to pay for the stuff and live in them. So um, a lot of times you'd be surprised how great you can look a ha- uh, get a house to look with, by vinyl. with vinyl siding. Um, when you say, so one of the terms that a lot of people get confused about is shake and then shingles because it's that different siding that has, I mean. Right. And it kind of used to be one and the same. So you used to yeah. have a cedar roof that was cedar shingles made of cedar shakes, which were the, oh. the little pieces. See, okay. And so now uh, you don't really see anybody making, building a roof out of cedar, although it happens. Uh-huh. Um, you see asphalt shingles. And right. then so cedar shakes have uh, also been used uh, as siding yeah. on the side of a house. Little, yeah, okay. Right. So, 
Um, okay, and so just a couple of other little things you're going to see on houses. You'll see uh, in the Delaware market, you'll see a lot of white trim on the houses. Sometimes that white trim is done in vinyl. Sometimes it is done in a solid uh, white PVC product uh, that has a lot of different names, but it, it, it is a plastic, but it's, it's a board. It can be cut with a regular saw. When you say white uh, trim, what is, what's like that made thing of? thing that goes around the corners, um, the top and bottom of... Uh, the house, like a band that would go around the, the top of the foundation. It's made of a PVC. It's a, okay. it's a plastic product. It's uh -huh. white. Uh, it can be painted, but it doesn't necessarily need to be painted if you don't mind the white. And you see a lot of houses done in this market in white trim. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes you will see some of those that are not actually done in the PVC, but they're done in a, in a thin vinyl that is similar to the siding on the house mm -hmm. uh, like around a window the windows they'll they call those lineals and sometimes you'll see the lineals are done in a pvc product sometimes the lineals are done in a vinyl product mm -hmm. when you uh, say thin you mean the material isn't actually thin it's just a narrow piece right. so the pvc is probably half to three quarters of an inch thick and it's solid uh, oh okay vinyl siding is something like a 20th of an inch it's it's pretty thin uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and they have these exquisite vinyl sidings where you can get insulation behind your siding and things like that. But um, I was saying more so the width of it. Oh, so so some those vary. Those vary. That's okay. right. It, it's, it depends on how thick your siding is going to be. If you're going to use like a solid PVC trim, uh, you need it to be at least as deep as the siding. So the, the thickness of your trim is going to be defined by how far your siding sticks out from the wall. Um, does that make sense? You're giving me that look, Jackie. I squinted and looked out the window. Okay. <laughs> I was right. thinking. It's I'm, a bright, well, sunny what I'm day trying here to at do the beach. Is, what I'm trying to do is say, okay, for the trim, you have narrow and wide as in the material, not the not thickness. Not the thickness. Uh, yeah, as in, as in like a wide, like a one foot wide piece of trim or yes. six inches. That's right. It comes okay. in all different sizes and can be You're cut. talking about thickness I'm varies about, right. on uh, so. because of the siding. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That didn't get covered in our rehearsal. <laughs> it's okay. We no cleared rehearsal. it up. We it's all it, good. Right. Uh, the other thing you'll see on houses nowadays, um, brick. Brick is a completely different application. And the cost of installing uh, brick has gone, is so high around here that you don't see it, except, again, as an accent on foundations uh, and stuff. And so brick is a whole other process. If you are putting brick uh, on your house uh, and it's beautiful, it's going to cost a fortune. And again, this point, you almost have to be picky about your mason because you want to know that the mason that is going to install your brick is actually does a lot of brick because right. That and is there's different ways to do the grout. Yeah, and there's kind of that's sort of a a, a fading um, trade. So you sort of have to be picky about who you hire to actually okay. lay the brick. Is brick a good insulator? Brick is a not a good insulator. Okay. Um, it is a it is a very durable exterior, but you also have to be careful because brick is not waterproof. So when you put brick uh, on the outside of a house, you have to account for moisture coming through um, the brick. Oh wow! Uh, so much that you know they'll uh, you if you do like a whole wall in brick, they put in weep holes. So not only when the water gets behind the brick, uh, you're able to then get the water out from behind the brick. And modern houses are actually built with it with an air gap between um, between the brick and the exterior wall of, That's a weep of the hole? house. Well, no, the weep hole lets you then come back through the brick wall. There's a little hole with a little tube, believe it or not, that is put on so, oh. you, so the water can, because uh, it's going to soak through the brick, you want it to be able to get 
back out the brick so it doesn't okay. try to go in your house. Well, I'm picturing like a maple syrup. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a lot smaller than that. <laughs> know, and on a big brick wall, you don't notice it, but they're there. Okay. Um, Interesting. And so the brick wall is is fastened to the framing, uh, oh. but it does not touch the framing like a vinyl or a cedar or a cement board that is actually attached to the framing itself. Okay. So but around here mostly it's just on the base of your It's on the base. House. Okay. That's right. Or maybe right. one wall. Uh, the other thing you'll see is a lot of stone and most of the stone around here is engineered stone which means it's really just colored concrete made to look uh, color, shape, and texture like stone and uh, it's very good looking stuff. It's hard to tell that it's not real stone but it's great because you can get a very consistent look with uh, the manufacturer's stuff and it, it's a veneer so it doesn't weigh as much it's not as hard to deal with it's only a couple inches thick versus a solid rock that you're trying to put on the side of a house what does a veneer mean a veneer just means it is a it's a thin piece made to look like stone but okay. it's not the actual the full piece of stone so veneer is not the material it's just the shape the yeah, shape okay right. so it's it's it's, it's like a mold it's a mold okay. and so uh, engineered stone also comes with corner pieces and things like that that you can kind of cheat and make it look really good. Mm. Uh, and, you, of course, you can still get uh, natural stone. And natural stone is used in a lot of places. It's not that common around here, uh, but it's also not... A lot of times what drives architectural tastes is... Uh, you know, historically locally available materials, right? Mm -hmm. So if you go into the mountains, see a lot of houses built with stone on them or built out of stone because mm -hmm. there's no stone here. So you see a good amount of brick because, believe it or not, brick was brought in as ballasts on ships. Uh, Milton, Delaware had a brick manufacturing plant oh, get um, because they had clay, and that's, you know, you made bricks out of clay. Is and that still, is that building? No, 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 long that's gone. That's gone? Long okay. gone. Um, bricks are heavy, and so before mechanized things, you wanted, if you could build a brick near water where you could put it on a boat, that was the way to do it. I see. So you still see brick. Um, you still see some natural stone, but a lot, at least at the Delaware and the Beaches area, if there's a if there's a stone accent, it's the engineered stone product, which right. is beautiful. It's easy. Oh, it comes in a lot of different patterns. It's really nice. Right. A lot of different shapes, mm -hmm. things like that. So those um, really are kind of the, uh, the major high points of the exterior of a house mm -hmm. that if you kind of just wanted to know... You know, hey, I'm on the internet and I'm looking at all these things, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm I'm reading. And of course, you can go online. You can find somebody that'll contradict everything I just said. Right. Um, but we've built a few houses in this area, and so um, that's really kind of the the primer. Mm -hmm. uh, we want you to be educated. A house is an expensive thing. Oh, I I do want to say one thing. I was talking to my sister. Okay. And she was asking what pediments were. Um, because she saw some houses with the, and I'm going to use elementary language in the triangle parts of the houses, or where there's a lot of um, wall space, there there can be like a white sort of decoration. Right. And that's so exactly what it is. That's a trim piece that yeah. would go like um, if you have an A-frame roof where you can mm -hmm. see that top. Um, He's talking about triangles. Triangle, mm -hmm. that 90 degree angle up there. Yeah. Um, they will put a piece of trim detail, which can come very simple right, or very ornate. That's really kind of, a, I, I would guess, and look, I'm not, you're going to get some hate mail from an architect. It's, it's kind of a, can be a Victorian uh, piece of, of detail that you put uh, on a house. And it's just something to break it up. 
There's right. a danger now in Delaware real estate that a lot of new homes are being built with a lot of architectural features. They're very, very busy. It depends on your taste. Right. So it's something to think about. That right. is um, an additional we, element you can add to the exterior. We really encourage people to go classic. Yeah. And so that doesn't mean like a trim detail, like a, a, a pediment piece or a bracket, which is something else that, you know, looks like it's supporting the roof, but it's it's purely decorative. Right. Those types of things look great on houses. Um, but yeah. like you said, you need to think, I wouldn't even think two, 10 years out. You need to think, you know, 30, 50. This house is going to be there uh, a while. And so uh, there's a lot of bright colors that are coming out, a lot mm -hmm. of deep, dark colors. And some of those I think are going to look beautiful over time. And sometimes like your people are going to look and go, gosh. Some, yeah, you made kind of a wrong decision. Right. Because sometimes it happens. I always talk about uh, architecture is kind of like uh, avocado colored appliances, which in the house I grew up in, we had avocado colored appliances, which were green. Avocados like a green, refrigerator? Like a green refrigerator. What? Yeah. And so this is the 70s, and it might have been the 60s. You know, I was born in the 70s. And so that was it. And and we had friends that had mustard-colored appliances. And those oh. were, you know, yellow, obviously. That and might be in now. That might be a... It might be back. But yeah. there was a time when, you know, you look back at that in the 80s and the 90s, and you think... What were we thinking? <laughs> right? And even now, like, so when I got into this business, you could still get appliances in almond, which I guess is like an off-white. Oh, okay. And and so we I'm sold be positive almond. about that. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. I mean, I guess That's almond's fine. a color, yeah. but it's it's a brownish white. Is that mm, an yes. accurate description? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so people would still order appliances. Like, nowadays, appliances are almost universally a lot of them are stainless and that's kind of the thing but they still come in white and black mm -hmm. but not almond because right and that's in the interior of your house right, right? and so yeah. these are trends um brass fixtures on the interior of your house which were in everybody used them now nobody uses and now they're starting to come back now they're uh what are they little ugly taste oh, no i, I disagree on that i, know, I think they wrong, can be but I, mixing I like metals anyway. is in scott mixing metal is in and that's the problem and so you have to you have to find that balance it's the terror we're all about balance yes. between in and classic i agree so you just the bottom line is pay attention to trends right and you can even ask your builder hey is this really trendy or ask your architect if you're working with an architect mm -hmm. and uh hopefully you'll get a straight answer yeah take your time with those decisions because right. you're gonna have to look at that house for a while. And if you're talking about the roof line, things like that, not necessarily the siding, but the actual shape of the house, mm -hmm. not easy to change. Yeah. Once you're you're in, you're in. You're in. Right. So classic, which might not be the most hip, amazing thing. Now, classic might still be classic in 20 years. So that's just a consideration mm -hmm. that if you're buying the latest, trendiest house. Just think about it. Be careful. Just need to love it. If you love it and it's what you want, then get it. Boom. Boom. Right? Yeah. It's like my uh, Birkenstocks and my socks, right? Not really in. That's not anything like that. It's just, but I like it. I'm going to wear it. That's it. I'm going to own it. As long as you're confident. See? There you go. So listen, this is the So You Want to Build a House podcast. I'm Scott Daly. And I'm Jackie Kowaleski. Please check out all of our episodes on Podbean, Spotify, and of course, iTunes. iTunes. Is it still iTunes? Isn't iTunes uh, going it's away? It's well, like they have a thing. On your Apple podcast? Look, just find find the podcast wherever you want to find the podcast. You clearly already have. If you you've have heard a this, thing. We don't need to tell them. 
Tell your friends. Yeah. Siding. This yeah. is what everyone needs to know. Sitting around the fire on a Friday night. Yeah, right. that's right. That's exactly what people exactly. are going to do. Exactly. Hey, thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. So You Want to Build a House is brought to you by Statera Homes. Statera Homes is a craft home builder in Southern Delaware. This builder finds value in working with you to build a home that is the perfect fit for your lifestyle. Statera truly sets themselves apart from other builders in the area. To find out more, visit their website, www.staterahomes.com. That's S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. Or call their model home at area code 302-329-8881. That's 302-329-8881. Music from this podcast was by the band Defining Parallel from their recent single, Painted Lives. Thank you for listening to So You Want to Build a House. To stay updated on the most recent episodes, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found it to begin with. Or... Check out Statera Homes' website, which is again www.staterahomes.com. Thank you very much.